how to pray, concentration. Hello brothers and sisters, I am here to present to you the teaching about prayer, actually the Lord Jesus Christ himself appeared to me and revealed to me what I am about to teach here, if you are watching me, I would like you to follow me carefully and to put this into practice, because we are dealing with knowledge and it's only when you put it into practice that you will see results. The way the Lord started his teaching is the way I am also starting with this preaching, the Lord Jesus started with Proverbs 6 colon 20 my son, observe the commandment of your father, and do not forsake the teaching of your mother, bind them continually on your heart, tie them around your neck, when you walk about, they will guide you, when you sleep, they will watch over you, and when you awake, they will talk to you, beloved, follow me well. Jesus said to me face to face, My son, observe the commandment your father is giving you, beloved Jesus is my father as I have no father except him, then Jesus said to me, My son Joshua, do not forsake your mother teaching, Jesus was not referring to my physical mother but he was talking about the church, so the church is my mother, our mother, and Jesus said to me, What I am telling you, now bind them in your heart tie them around your neck because they will guide you, they will watch over you when you sleep, in fact, when you sleep, you will sleep in peace, they will talk to you when you wake up in the morning as you don't know what is coming your way in the day, these words will direct you, they will guide and they will warn you of bad things to come, these words are a lamp and these teachings are a light because you will understand things and your eyes will be opened. Then Jesus gave me another passage in Proverbs 3 colon 21 26, My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight, preserve sound judgment and discretion, they will be life for you, an ornament to grace your neck, then you will go on your way to safety, and your foot will not stumble, when you lie down, you will not be afraid, when you lie down, your sleep will be sweet, have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared, here the Lord is insisting that this teaching must be right in front of my eyes, that is why you see me with the notebook, actually, when the Lord Jesus appeared to me, I took this notebook and I wrote everything in it, even if the notebook is old, I still keep it, because the word of God is life for our soul and the enemy is manipulating many souls out there. There are Christians who are even vulnerable to witches which are incredible just because they do not keep God's precepts, beloved, keeping God's word is equal to walking with assurance in your ways, even if you walk in the valley of death, there will be no fear, even when you sleep, you will never be bothered by witches and they will not dare to come in your dreams, I remember recently after praying as usual in the night, when I finished praying I wanted to sleep when suddenly I saw a witch staring at me from the window. She came with her spiritual or astral body but still, the Holy Spirit opened my eyes and I saw her, then I cursed her, as a result in the morning, she got sick and she was transported to the hospital and after many weeks of treatment, the doctor said that there is nothing they can do for her and that she will die, so they released her from hospital to die at home, this witch knew that she was about to die so she came to me for forgiveness, she confessed and said, I came to attack you in the night and as consequence I got sick, as I already knew that I was the one who cursed her, I gave her water to drink and when she did, she was healed on the spot, ok, now let us start with the message about how to pray, as this message is broadcast on television, 
There are secrets that will not be revealed because they are heavy for some to bear but in churches, I do release them. What I am trying to say is that in an intimate relationship with God, there are also secrets, unbelievers and Christians who are babies might think we are occultists, that's why there are things that Jesus told me when he appeared to me and I say them only in my church and it is difficult for babies, we read in Luke 11 to 1 one day Jesus was praying in a certain place, when he finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples, here we see the disciples asking the Lord to teach them to pray because they saw how efficient Jesus' prayer was when he was dealing with problems, I was in a really tough situation and I wanted to see the hand of God so I also asked the Lord to show me how to pray, then, Jesus Christ, himself showed up and he began to teach how to pray, firstly according to the dictionary. Prayer is the act of addressing a divinity to worship him or to implore him, beloved, let me tell you that the Lord wants us to pray, prayer is one of the pillars of a Christian life and God wants us to pray ceaselessly as this world is corrupted and the devil has his grip on this planet, and it is written, woe to the earth because the devil has come down to you with great anger, knowing that he has a short time, beloved, in this world we see wars, spiritual infestations, witchcraft false doctrine, immorality, spiritual wives and husbands, all these things are the devices and works of the devil, the ruler of this world, and it is written in Luke 18 to 1 then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up, beloved, let me remind you that God wants you to pray and you must wake up and pray, actually, there is a place in prayer where God is waiting for you, as this world is corrupt and polluted. Not praying means you are exposing yourself to the king of this world and his demons and witches, and by not praying you are putting yourself in danger and making yourself vulnerable to the arrows of the enemy and you may die spiritually and physically, and there are people walking in the street but their death was already decided, it's only prayer that has the power to set their souls free, prayer can unblock situations. That's why God is looking for someone to stand as an intercessor and to pray so that he can deploy his hand, prayer is the core of Christian life and it changes circumstances and situations in life, Isaiah 59, 15 16 and the truth are lacking, and whoever turns from evil makes himself a prey, and Yahweh saw, and it was evil in his eyes, that there was no justice, and he saw that there was no man, and he was astonished that there was no intercessor and his own arm saved for him, and his righteousness sustained him, beloved, prayer is vital and essential and God is looking for an intercessor, we must understand that prayer is the will of God and whoever seeks to do the will of the Father will pray and intercede for another and whoever neglect prayer is out of the will of God, just give yourself in prayer and you will see, beloved, I pray every single day in the night, from 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., this is a discipline I adopted and let me tell you when it's 2 a.m. and I fail to wake by myself, an angel of the Lord will come to wake me up, and in 1 Timothy 2 to 1 5 the Bible says, first of all then, I exhort that petitions, prayers, supplications, and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men, for kings and all the ones being in high position, that we may lead a tranquil and quiet existence in all purity and holiness for this is good and acceptable before Elohim our Saviour, who desires all men to be saved and to come to a full knowledge of the truth, for Yahweh is one, Ikad, 
Also there is one mediator of Yahweh and of men, the man Messiah Yahshua. You cannot criticize pastors or politicians, normally you should pray for them as recommended, you should also learn to pray for your enemy and those persecuting you and when you reach this level, it is guaranteed that your prayer will be favorable. Beloved after this introduction, let us enter in the subject of how to pray, when Jesus appeared to me for the first time, he said there are rules and principles governing this world, when you keep these principles you are bound to see results. He said prayer is one of these principles but many Christians do not know how to pray, that's why Jesus said to the apostles, up to now you have not asked anything, ask and it shall be given to you so that your joy may be perfect, the first point the Lord gave me in this teaching about prayer is concentration, and in Matthew 6-5-6 and when you pray, you shall not be as the hypocrites for they love to pray to stand in the synagogues and in the corners of the open streets so that they may be seen of men, truly I say to you, they have their reward, but you, when you pray, enter into your room and shutting your door, pray to your father in secret, and your father seeing in secret will repay you in the open, what Jesus meant when saying you should close your door and window is that you must be concentrated, you cannot be praying and having your thoughts traveling here and there. Concentration is about gathering all your thoughts on one object, it's the application of intellectual effort on one object, you're gonna have to focus all your thoughts on one object, effort deployed physically to solve our issues should have been deployed in prayer and there will be the result, I said. When you pray, you must concentrate and I explain what is concentration, secondly, we must understand that God is holy and when he come to God who is holy we must sanctify ourselves and be holy in all our being, we knows that our purification result from water and blood that came out of Jesus and his spirit, when he come to God who is holy, we must learn to confess our sin with a sincere heart and God who is faithful will forgive us, but for God to forgive us we must forgive those who have offended us first, otherwise, we will stop God from forgiving us but there are believers who are struggling to forgive people who offended them, forgiveness is the reality of God, that's why the devil does not know it, the devil does not know forgiveness, the devil's reality is ruthless and rancor, in Mark 11:25, it is written, and when you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive it, so that your father in heaven may also forgive your transgressions, beloved, holding bitterness against a brother or sister will undermine our prayers, this world is governed by rules and laws and God is in his word, if you keep his word, you will see the glory of God, we are learning to pray and when we come to God's presence we must ask him to forgive us our sin and God is willing to do so if we are sincere, but his word makes it clear that unless we forgive those who have offended us he will not forgive us, as a result, there will be an obstacle in our prayer, beloved, you will have to forgive those who have hurt you, unless you do so your sin will stand in God's presence and he will not forgive you either, unforgiveness, bitterness, grudges are the main obstacles to our prayers, these things will prevent God from forgiving us and our prayer will not be acceptable to the Lord, who said, unless you forgive, I will not forgive you as it is written, behold, the Lord's hand is not so short that it cannot save, nor is his ear so dull that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have made a separation between you and your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear, for your hands are defiled with blood, and your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken falsehood, your tongue mutters wickedness, beloved, 
The things that separate us from God who is holy is our sins and if God does not forgive your sins because of unforgiveness and bitterness then it is clear there will be a separation and do not expect anything from God, your inability to forgive those who have hurt and offended you will be a barrier stopping God from responding to your prayer, if you are struggling to say hello to a person that you know because of past incidents, you're gonna have to forgive and forget. If there are faces of people that make you uncomfortable you gonna have to make a decision to forgive and forget although it will be painful, otherwise, your unforgiveness and bitterness will constitute an obstacle and barrier in your prayer, there are people here that are struggling to forgive, they are unable to forgive, I see this attitude in the people of the tribe of Lower Congo, people of Central Congo and Equatorial Province, when there is conflict, they get angry and they release their anger and they move on but people from lower Congo, they keep things in their hearts, you may be talking and laughing with them but they are holding grudges and bitterness in their hearts about things that you said about them many years ago, they can remember the date, the hour and the circumstance while everybody else has forgotten about it, they are still keeping it in their heart, you're gonna learn to forgive first before asking God to forgive you whatever issues you have with people, unforgiveness and bitterness is a major barrier in our prayer. Remember those who crucified Jesus, they beat him, they cut his clothes, they pierced him but he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do, after asking God to forgive you and those who offended, you must learn to thank God for the fact that he has forgiven you as this gives you access to the throne of God but it is essential on your part to make sure that you have forgiven those who have hurt you, it is written, blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man under whom the Lord imputeth not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile, I acknowledge my sin unto thee and my iniquity have I not hid, I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord, and thou forgavest the iniquity of my sin, Salah, for this shall every one that is godly pray unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found, surely in the floods of great waters, they shall not come nigh unto him. I remember a 25 years old young woman abandoned by her husband, her life was stagnating, she came to talk to me, she told me that they were born five but three of his brothers and sisters died successively, she was confused and insecure, she said one of his brothers was drowned in a boat accident, they have never found the body, another brother died in a traffic accident and another sister died of sickness, and now there are two of them, the moment I began to pray for this sister. My spiritual eyes opened, I saw a big woman, I began to describe the big woman to the sister and she then said to me that it is her mother, I said to her the spirit of God is showing me your mother is holding your life and she is responsible for the deaths in your family including your stagnating life, I said, sister, your mother is a witch, go tell her what I told you and tell her to come. The following day the sister came with her mother who was denying her witchcraft telling us that she is a deacon and a servant of God, this mother refused to confess her witchcraft as it is common for witches, she was denying it and was getting aggravated, but I was blunt, I said, you are a witch and you are responsible for your children's death, then she got angry, then I prayed over a bottle of olive oil and I said to her and her daughter, when you reach your home, you shall drink this olive oil and see what will happen to you, this woman with her witchcraft, instead of abstaining, she went on to drink her olive oil to prove to her daughter that she was not a witch, as a result, she began to suffer the very moment she drank the olive oil and all the night, 
The family could not sleep as the mother was tormented by stomach and abdomen pain. In the morning her daughter called me and she told me that her mother is in trouble and she is about to be taken to the hospital. I replied that unless your mother confesses her witchcraft, she will die. The only way out of her trouble is a confession. She must confess her witchcraft in order to survive. In the end, the mother confessed her witchcraft and she escaped death. When we are asking for forgiveness to God, we must make sure that we confess them. I mean we must say exactly the sin that we committed. She should never claim to confess while we are hiding our sin or failing to identify them. Let us learn to confess them in an explicit way. Proverbs 28 hours 13 minutes He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. If you hide your sin, it will kill you. How can you be in front of the throne of God and still hide your sin? You are hindering yourself, David said, I acknowledge my sin unto thee, and mine iniquity have I not hid.